Welcome back to Think Torah and welcome back to another episode of Around the Shabbos Table where we don't always just feed you the, the vart, we feed you the conversation. Today I'm sitting down and I call him my co-host, but he's not my co-host. It's my dad, it's my father, it's my rabbi, it's the best, it's the legend, Rabbi Wogelerzer. And I, I want to talk today about an experience I had. I'm going to share it with you, Daddy. This... This experience, and it's through the context of Corona that it, it came to me. And I'll tell you my story, and I'll and I'll also present to you like sort of what I wanna, where I wanna go with it. My story was that about three weeks ago, might even be four weeks ago, um, I I contracted the virus, coronavirus. And in general, I do think it's important to talk about. It. I'm not embarrassed of it. Um, I'm not. I wasn't scared of it. I think it's important to talk and so that people can realize that um, it's not such a scary thing, although it is scary for some people. Um, there are strands of it that are not as intense and some people that who don't get it as intense um, because I don't think that living in fear is the way is the way we're supposed to live. That's A. So uh, feel free. I'm not going to edit any of that out because I think that it's important. Um, so I contracted and, and it was really unclear where I got it from. And it was interesting that obviously I live here in Israel and the Misrata Brut is very busy with where did you get it from? Where were you? And who did you come in contact with? And the only, the only really answer I had, which I didn't tell them was, I don't know. And the only answer was that Hashem gave it to me. Is it's impossible to know. There was no, um, like realistic cause for it. I um, I wasn't going out. I was working from home. I was going to shul, sitting, davening outside in a huge area with very spread out with a mask. Like, you know, I did all the, the things, all the protocols were done. And I don't see why it's any different than anything else in our life, you know? If you're not doing any, if you're driving a car and you're not doing anything bad, um, and you get hit, so God, you know, God did it to you. If you're driving fast and you're driving drunk, then then you're a you're a pochea. You did the wrong thing. Um, but this balance, I didn't I didn't see why this is a wrong answer. This balance of you know emuna versus hishtadlus, what we do. Um, to protect ourselves and then the realization that God gives it to us at the end is very real here for me because it would it would have been harder had I given a hug or hung out with someone who had the virus it would have been harder for me to see um, to see God it was very easy for me to see that God did it to me because um, because there was no clear clear cause of it and I think that that I know it's a bit of a cliche, but the the masks and this importance we we put on it um, sort of masks, and it's the Hester Panim. It masks the the ability to see that Hashem is really in charge. Um, also, just another reality of it is that I had it, and obviously I got a, a highly contagious virus from somewhere I didn't even know. And yet my whole family is with me and none of them 
none of them tested positive for it. So it's fascinating how, you know, we say if you hang out with someone who has the virus, you're going to get it. But you will, but you won't really. And again, the conversation is not about Corona. How will you get it? How will you not get it? I don't know. I know you have to be careful, but I also know that you have to realize that Hashem is going to give it to you. So even if you're in your house with the doors locked, you think you can't get it? You know, we always go back to, whenever we talk about Yishtadus and um, versus um, Bitachon, we always go back to Yosef. And that, you know, Yosef gets gets thrown into, into prison. He stays there all those years. And then he meets the um, the, the two the, the, the two guys in Paro. And as they're being taken out of prison, he says to them, remember me to Paro. Tell them that I know how to, um, how to, how to interpret dreams. So the, then, then the Torah tells us he stays two extra years in prison. And, and everybody says that that was a payment, that was a punishment for the fact that he didn't show the proper amount of Bittachim. You say, what do you mean? The proper amount of Bittachim is called Ishtabas. It was networking. Right, all he was doing was just saying to them, guys, when you get there, here's my business card. And you know, if you get an opportunity, just drop my business card in front of a barrel. That's what we call that Ishtabas, minimal Ishtabas. It wasn't like, you know, he, he jumped up and down or he turned things upside down. He just said, just, you know, mention my name, just tell Paro that I'm a, I'm a dream interpreter. And the, the answer that is given is that for Yosef HaTzadik, that was already over the line. That was no longer Hishtabas. That was already a breach in his bitachin. So there's a few things that come from it. The first thing is, is that the realization that, that this balance between Hishtabas and bitachin is a personal balance. It's not, a, it's not an objective balance. It's a, it's a very subjective balance. And it depends on where a person's holding. And the kind of the kind of bitachon, the raw bitachon that a person has, that's going to dictate the kind of hishtados um, that a person needs to make, and that one man's hishtados is another man's lack of bitachon. We also need to realize that that this, I think, is our avoda throughout our entire lives. Is it to, right? It has nothing to do with Corona now. I think it's being exaggerated and brought to the forefront, but I don't think this is life. Corona is giving us an opportunity, every one of us, to confront that within ourselves. What what level of we talk about? What level of what level of of sort of um, anti-establishment terrorism do I have? Like you know, of, of of how much you know how much uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but of of in your face to the to authorities. You know how much of that do I have? And, but how much, how much do I, am I willing to look at this and say, look, I'm going to make my ishtadus, I'm not going to make myself crazy, because at the end of the day, I have bitachon. But I really have bitachon. As opposed to just saying, yeah, I have bitachon, so I'm, I'm going to do a, a minimal effort, and I'm going to call that my ishtadus, and, and then, you know, let whatever, whatever come may. But really to confront that issue and to say to myself, you know, how much bitachon do I really have? And and what what part of this is bitachon? What part of this is defiance? What part of this is 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 reliance on Hashem? What part of this is yishtavus? I think that it's a it's a golden opportunity to to confront ourselves in in that level. You know, on what what level are we holding on? Yeah. Well, there's there's two points I want to bring out. First is about the Yosef the Yosef Atzadik that. It's a it's personal, but does it also change with the generation? Meaning, a generation ago, what was his for 
Parnassa because that's a classic one. So then that could change um, as a generation, which is an interesting point, but it's very personal and subjective. So although we make Klalim and we say, you know, there's a, this is a Muna and this is a lack of a Muna, it depends because if that's where I'm holding, then that's, um, that's what I need to do. So it's, uh, does it, it, I think I'm answering my own question. It really doesn't have anything to do with the tzibor. It's not an objective, you know, this is to do this amount of work and this amount of learning is called emuna and that's called proper proper bitachon and this much is called is called kfira. Now, I, I don't think there's any conformity, um, missing the word, but there's any ability to make a standard of, of ishtadlas. There's, it's all personal and it's all based on on how much I always look at it um, in in the second point that I was saying when you're talking about the personal hishtadlas and it's a personal issue I always look at it as a meter and you have you need to fill that you need that meter to go all the way to the top in order to have succeeded right the top is success and you can fill that meter either with your own hishtadlas which we'll call it the green on the bottom, and then the rest will be the red, and that's where you know God fills it up. And the more, the more. Actually, I would start at the opposite way, and I would start with Amuna. And the more wherever your Amuna stops, and wherever you're you're relying on Hashem to do, then you have to fill the rest up with Hishtadlis. But first comes you know God's going to do it for you. So if you think God's going to do it for you, eh, not so much. Then you have to do a lot more. And if you really believe to the to the top, and there's only this much left, like literally a, a smidget of space, so then you have, you fill that with bitachon. And what the Baal Shem Tev would do, then he, you know he would walk out of his house without whatever, without locking his door. That's not called that's not called a chisaron in hishdalos. But for us, you walk out of your door, you don't lock your door. Like maybe of course it's going to get um, it's going you're going to get robbed. And, and again, it's not us collectively, but it's us. Maybe myself on the level I'm on, I need to uh, I need to judge it that way. So it's a, I think that's such an important point that gets lost uh, that that hishtalis and bitachon is a personal endeavor and it's a, and it's a subjective issue. It's got to be consistent with your whole life. You you have to be on a level of bitachon, and then everything you do has to be on that level. So if a person if a person let's say you know th- works very very hard because he's not so trusting. Beyond his words, he's not so trusting of, of that a kosh baruch is going to deliver his parnasa. But he walks out of his house and he doesn't lock his door, or or he does, um, or or he doesn't wear a mask. So that's a consistent with the level of the level of that he's putting into area X in his life, and therefore it's very hard to call that bitachon. A lot of bitachon over here, I don't have bitachon over there. I'm not sure that you can split it because it's it's it, it really has to be. Consistent because it could it could otherwise be laziness. Oh no, I have bitachon in this area. Yeah, because you're too lazy to actually to actually make the hishtadlus. So you say, oh no, I don't want to do any hishtadlus. I'm just going to trust in God. But look in other areas in your life, and you're not doing it that way. And I think that that again, these kinds of things, you know, this this pandemic and all this has really given us an opportunity to not to not to chastise ourselves and not to run ourselves down, but to look at ourselves and say, wow, you know maybe I don't have as much bitachon as I would like, and this is a great opportunity 
for me to, to fill myself with that bitachon. Now, I also wanted to say, though, that like when, it, when you talk about corona specifically, you know, we, we have to make harishdas. And I know that there are many, there are many um, Torah teachers that are saying that, you know, just sit and learn Torah and that's what you have to worry about. For, for the average person, though, we don't do that in other areas of our lives. And, and therefore, I don't think that that's appropriate necessarily on, on, a, on a full-scale level like that, meaning that, you know, we, we, we have to wear masks and we have to, we have to stay socially distant. We have to limit the contact with the other people for two reasons. One, because the, there are people that are saying that that's the status that we need to take. And then at the end of the day, you know, we do that without making ourselves crazy. We just do what we're supposed to do. And then at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because Akkadosh Baruch, like you said, Akkadosh Baruch is going to make it happen. You can take all the precautions in the world. If he wants you to get it, you're getting it. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's sort of indiscriminate. He'll, you know, he'll, he'll, give it, he'll give it to you and not to two guys next to you and not the people in your family. Because for whatever reason, that's the, that, that's the Nisayan that a person is supposed to have. And, and that's fine. But, but we have the proper Yishtadus is, if this is what people in the know are saying can help protect us a little bit, so then we do that. If they tell me that I have to, you know, I really have to turn my life upside down and stop davening and stop, you know, stop those things. Okay, that's already, that's already a whole other story. But if I have to rework myself for a while, so then, yeah, I have to rework myself for a while. And that's and, and, and that and that's okay. The the problem is that there are many people that are saying that it's nonsense. You don't really need to do that. You don't need to put on masks, you don't need to be socially distant. So it becomes very confusing as to whether I'm I'm doing Hishtadus or whether I'm really just following, you know, following fools. And it's hard to know that. But my feeling on that always is is that if this is what governments are saying and this is what the world is saying, then just you you, you can disagree with it, but but just do it and have another for another reason, and which is nothing to do with our discussion, but the other reason is just because of the Hashem factor. That we have to be very right. There, meaning, there's yeah, uh, there's two there's two factors. There. Even if on a religious from a religious standpoint, you feel that it's a chesar and ishtadlas, but if um, if there's a government body telling you this is what you need to do and that's where you live, irrelevant of where this government body is and what they stand for, but if they're telling you um, this is what you need to do, then there might be another cheshbon and another calculation reason why one would what might need to do um, things that otherwise would be considered on a personal level a chisaron in Ishtadlas. and the other question is is on the religious side because it's a personal um, it's a personal calculation one needs to make so then a posek and a halachic decider can't really decide that this is called he can't really say that this is a chisaron Ishtadlas because for him it may be and for me, it's not. He can say this is what our shuls are going to do as a standard, and he can say this is what our schools should do as a standard. But he can't make the he can't necessarily make. There's no there's no halachic um, over you know in, inclusive kind of psak that would include many different people um, in terms of what's hishdalus and what's and what's emuna. I think that that's the reason why in the beginning certainly they were saying that those people that were uncomfortable going to shul. That there was yesham ilismoch, you know, there was, they shouldn't feel embarrassed and, and bad about it. There were people who were okay with it, and there were people who were not okay with it. And I think that there were there were many gedolim that were saying whatever whatever you are comfortable with, meaning whatever level whatever level of bitachon versus you know hishtados you have, wherever that wherever that point is on your continuum. So then you know just do that, and you're 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 okay because you're all ultimately doing the same thing. 
you're, you're all making your status and having bitachon. It's just that your point is a little different on the on the scale than somebody else's. Right, and and when this gets really fun is what I found, and is when in this is when the struggles outside of you, maybe in your community or in your general state where you live, but when it's in one home, and you have two different deos, not just you know, in this context of does Corona exist, or does not Corona exist, but you would have it with driving a car uh, as well. Does drive, you know, is that dangerous? What's considered Sakana? What's not considered Sakana? And what's, where's the proper balance of, a sh- you have this in everything with Parnassa, with driving cars, with going to parks, with crossing streets. Uh, airplanes. Any, anything. <laughs> airplanes, right? You have this with any issue where this comes up, you have this, this conversation and really subjective um, idea and when it's in one home, like a husband and a wife, in that relationship, so then it becomes um, very interesting. And and I'm going to take it in a different place. What do you think is the proper way for someone to deal with that when it's in your when it's in your home? And the stakes are, I think, does the one who has, let's say, the 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 argument would be where you have more amuna versus less amuna. So the meter is filled more on one person's and less on the other. So the question of how much this needs to be done? Um, what would be, what would be the proper hanhaga in that in that scenario? I think it's like with anything in a marriage, where you have you have two different deos on something, and I don't I don't mean I'm, I'm not talking about those which you know obviously my background I've had to deal with it a lot where one's religious and one's not religious, but I'm not I'm not talking on that level. I'm talking about on a level where both are coming from a, a place of bitachon, they're just different, you know, different levels of bitachon. So then, like anything, you have to figure out. It's it's part of a, a part of a conversation. A healthy marriage is able to handle that conversation. Of okay, I see it my way. You see it your way. We have children, and and how are we going to incorporate them into this? And uh, and, and where are we going to find that middle line? What middle line are we both comfortable with? And that's that, that's a negotiation, like like everything is a negotiation. It's not, and it doesn't tamper with your bitachon nor with where you think your ishtadus has to be. You have to you you have to then look at it and say, based on where both of us are coming from, where do we find that middle line? Your my ishtadus says I got to walk around with a with a mask all the time. Your ishtadus says that when we come in contact with people, so then we have to put on a mask. But shorter than that, you know, if we're walking around and we're not really coming in contact with people, we don't have to put on masks. Okay, but then you got to, so great. So I'm on I'm on one end, you're on the other end. So, but then we got to look at it and we got to say, okay, but we have to operate here. We have to live in the world. We have to do things. We have kids. So what do we do? Just just practical. You know, it, 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 again, now leave your beliefs behind. It's got to do with my beliefs. Practically, where right, are we going to? Right, but even so, I think it's, okay, even so, I agree that at that level, we're not dealing with the belief issue. We're just dealing with how do we move forward. I think it's more dangerous for the one who has, less amuna to do a maisa of amuna than someone who has more amuna to do a maisa of less amuna. To explain is that to ask the person who who doesn't believe they need to wear a mask um, to do a maisa of, sorry, who believes they, they should should wear a mask, then to do a maisa of not wearing a mask, it's it's harder to reconcile that within a person because I, I don't really believe this and I'm doing an action of those who believe, but it's beyond me. But to ask somebody who thinks that they um, 
to, they shouldn't wear a mask, to just put on a mask, to respect your spouse or to respect your family and to move forward, that is not a chisaron of bitachon. It depends where it's coming from. Whereas if Yosef Atzadik had a pressure that he needed to ask, um, an outside pressure, an external pressure that he needed to ask the um, the the side there to to remember him, that wouldn't have been a chisaron of of bitachon. And it was only a chisaron because it came from his own mind, where it actually came from a place where he didn't think Kadosh Baruch Hu was going to take care of him. But if he did believe that, and he did it anyways for another reason, I'm not sure that's. Consi- I'm not sure the action is an objective action that is is chisaron or isn't chisaron. I'm not sure if I if I if, if I, I believe that, that that putting on a mask is really saying that you know Kadosh Baruch is not going to protect me. I need to protect myself. But but that's not what the world is saying. The world is saying that you have to put on a mask. So then when I put on the mask and I say, I'm doing this so as not to cause a chil Hashem, then it's not a chisarun of my bitachin. Correct. That's that's what yeah. I'm saying. Exactly. And, and that's, and, exactly. And, Where the action itself is not an action that um, screams bitachon or not. It's it's the motive behind that's it. Right. That's it. So I, I think it's just this particular issue of Corona, which I've experienced, comes out within yourself. How do you deal with it? Within your community, within your shul, within your schools, and then within your homes, and then within your your bigger, greater relationships, uh, uh, just you and your family. And that's a little bit wider than just you and your, your spouse and your kids. And at each level, it needs to be discussed what you might do at home. Or going to school might be different than what you do going here or going there. Um, but I think it forces it forced me into a place of re-examining where my bitachon levels were. Um, and it's confusing because sometimes you can't go to shul and yet your bitachon is flaming. It's it's you're you're on fire, you believe in a Baruch and you can't express that in the ways you're used to of going praying with a with a minion. But it doesn't take away from from your relationship with God, and I, I think it's amazing the confusion here. Um, and I think this conversation is important to sit down and re-examine, recalculate, re- just reset yourself what you believe, and uh, what and and that Kaddish Baruch Hu, uh, you know, Kaddish Baruch Hu gives Corona at the end of the day. Right, you know. It's a shame that things like this happen and that we don't use them as opportunities to to readjust the way we see the world, the, you know, what, to, to confront. I'm sure that, you know, as much as in, in our world, this is a big conversation, people are having it about bitachon and yishtabas and all of that, but in the general Jewish world, I mean, not, people are not having that that discussion. It's, it's all about conforming, it's all about laws, it's all about whether... The government is, it makes sense, it doesn't make sense, Democrats, Republicans, that's what it's all about. It's not, it's not about, it's not about Yishtabas and Yitachan. But it's, and that's a sad thing, that we don't use these, you know, this kind of opportunities. Like, wow, it's golden, because I have such a clear example of what Yishtabas is, such a clear example of what Yitachan is. I don't need to go to Yosef and Tzadik. I can, I can do it right here in my own life, and it doesn't, it's not about my job and my, and my learning. It's, it's about a very, a very simple 
you know, simple thing of put a mask, not put on a mask, you know, to conform and not to conform, and where's my betochen, where is my, where is my shtabas? It's just real. And, uh, and, and it's, it's great that you're using the opportunity for that because that's what it's there for. And then I just wish that uh, more people would do that. You know, if you, if you let me, I want to I, I just go back to our first conversation about the Shabbos table. I've had a thought about the, the Shabbos table. Um, the, a, a win at the Shabbos table was when somebody would say, you know, I was like surprised that we didn't talk any Torah at your table. No, I would, I would get from people years later, people would say to me, you know, Rabbi, it's like, I, I, one thing I, I don't understand, like I come to your house and, and you know, there's no Dvar Torah, there's no Vart, and, and like, you know, there's, there's no like Torah at the table. And I'm saying, Givaldic. Why? Because I was able to get ideas into that guy's head and able to, able to put in Torahic ideas without him even realizing that these were Torahic ideas. You know, you start, you start pontificating, right? You start, you start preaching to a person, they turn right off. You talk about, you know, the, the, you talk about Corona, and you talk about a proper, a proper attitude towards Ishtabas and Bitochah, you can get everything in. You tell him a story about Yosef HaTzadik, and it says in the parasha, ding, he's off, and it doesn't make a difference to him. And that's why when, when a person would, that, and that was, that was part of our, of our you know, modus operandi was that was and, and part of our svara was that don't don't push it, just let it be all pervasive and it sinks in in an amazing way, and then you hear years later where a person will say, yeah, I remember once the Shabbos table we talked about, you know, and and they would never have said, I remember you once said a vart about such and such. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to throw that in. As they say in La Jolla. Thank you for joining us again around the Shabbos table. And it's such an important conversation, this conversation of the balance between Amuna, Bitachon, and Hishtadlas. Where is that where is that point? And the fact that it's a subjective place as a subjective decision is uh, I think is really important and although Shiurim should be dedicated to this and studies deep studies into what is Ishtalas and the Makoros for Ishtalas and Bitachon um, I think that the conversation itself is very important and I appreciate that you guys joined and I want to just add here at the end a special uh, Mazel Tov to my my wife and I we had a baby boy uh, this week, and we're going to be making a Shalom Zachar and a bris on the Shabbos, Parshas Vayetze, and lots of mazel and bracha to uh, to all of us. So rock on, mazel tov.